All right. So, so Milton, what's on the what's on the um, on the radar for you? Just participating in a couple of community events. We have uh, a youth art exhibit that is going to be um, opening soon at Creative Connections Arts Academy High School. But we're going to be showcasing. It's the inaugural exhibition for the new studio gallery. Okay. Uh, we had a portable installed at the school. And we turned the portable into a permanent installation space so that the art programs for the elementary school and the high school would have a permanent exhibition space where we could showcase the students' works. So the inaugural exhibition is going to be on April 27th, and we're going to be showcasing the children from the elementary school's work that I do in their after-school program. Okay. It's called Selfies. So oh, so right. these are the children that you're working with, uh, yes. some of your students? It's their work. It's a program that we that, that, that I'm doing in both districts. I'm actually doing it in Twin Rivers District, and I'm doing it in Sacramento Unified School District. Um, the Twin Rivers show is going to be at the new studio gallery that's on the high school campus, okay. and it's entitled Selfies. It's a self-esteem project. Okay, cool. And cool. it's rooted in the fact that, you know, we are trying to— Look at children and their use of social media because, you know, this is um, really the first generation that is growing up fully, you know, engrossed in technology. Right. So right. their whole existence is around technology, Snapchat, right. Facebook, Instagram, Kick. So, you know. What's and a Kick? I never heard of Kick. It's, it's a social media okay, app. Good. Write that one down. Yeah, I, I don't know about no Kick. Every day is so new for us. They might be ingrained in it. We learned some new stuff here. Kick? I like Kick. Kick so, who? Who you going to kick? <laughs> <laughs> so how, how, how important is it, you know, for children to be uh, involved in the arts? Well, it's extremely important. Um well, one of the things I tell people is that, you know, for people to think that it's not important always puzzles me because I remember, you know, uh, you know, and, and I'm not a spring chicken. But when I was growing up, art was, you know, woven into your everyday, you know, school participation. Right. And it wasn't just visual arts. You had theater, you had right. dance, you had band, yeah, music. Right. You know, I mean, I appreciate it now, but I can honestly say it wasn't too cool getting on the bus with a baritone and trombone case. <laughs> take it up all You know, the like, man, why I got to take music? You yeah, know? Yeah. But yeah, you didn't have a sexy instrument. Exactly. That wasn't sexy. Trombone, <laughs> trombone baritone ain't sexy instrument. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, saxophone. You well, know. I had the yeah. sax. I had it. was oh, kind see, of, yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> still a big case, too. Yeah, it is. It, it's you, awkward. It's but, awkward. It, but it's sexy, though. It's yeah. sexy. It's not no like. It's only sexy after you take it out the case, though. I would really carry the saxophone. <laughs> but the one thing, you know, that I that I miss is actually seeing young kids at the schools, you know, leaving school, holding their violin case, you know, right. holding their trumpet cases. I miss that. I mean, right. because that was something that seemed natural to me as a young person and to be at so many school sites and not see that experience. And then you only see that experience when you are probably in more affluent communities. Yeah. It, you know, it starts to really make you think about, you know, the discrepancy and how art played a role in, in my everyday upbringing. But I was I was fortunate. Um, I I actually got a chance to go to a public art school. So, but the funny thing is that they eliminated our theater, our dance, yeah. and our music yeah. during the winter break of my ninth grade year. Oh wow! Oh wow! You guys went. We school. came back. That's we crazy. came back after Christmas, and, <laughs> and then everything like, was gone. Huh? Pack up all of the instruments. They going down to technical high. Huh. I was like, what? 
Whoa. So the very next year, we lost one third of our student body because parents didn't re-enroll their kids because they were there for drama and music. So we were a full art school when I when I started. This is the Renaissance School of Arts in North Oakland. Um, but by the middle of the ninth, my ninth grade year, we were converted because of budget cuts in Oakland to an all visual art school. Now, you know, for me, it worked out pretty good <laughs> because I, I, visual art was my focus. Right. But we but we lost a lot of people at that school. Actually, um, Money B from Digital Underground. He mm-hmm. was at my school. He was mm-hmm. he was one of the guys that I went to school with. And he transferred after his ninth grade year and went to Berkeley High to continue to pursue music. And then I have a friend, Krista Collins, who left uh, because she left because she wanted to do theater, and then she ended up becoming um, a filmmaker. She's she's a filmmaker now. Um, so, you know, l- looking at, you know, how I went to art school and then getting back in the schools with my kids now, just seeing just seeing their face, getting them ready for their exhibition that's getting ready to open. And this is an after-school program. You know, Creative Connections Arts Academy, you know, is fully immersed in, in, in the arts. They have art woven into their curriculum, and then they have a host of after-school activities for their children, too. So I'm there at the elementary school as an after-school teacher, and, you know, this program that I introduced to them um, – is actually called Selfies. Now, we're doing the same program at Father Keith B. Kenny here in the Oak Park community okay. um, as well. But we're doing it with 7th and 8th graders. Wow. And it's a self-esteem, self-esteem building project. We do art, but we, you know, deal with issues that are relevant to them. Right. So we're working on their thing right now. And it's the whole, the whole premise is how you see yourself greatly impacts how others see you treat you and judge you. Okay. So can you see what I see? And, and and the projects are designed to get them to not only look at themselves and their behavior, but to also look at the messages just being in, a, in, a, in an urban community, you know, can weigh heavy on people. Right. And how much right. do you let your surroundings dictate your own behavior? And then by behavior, how much of that actually dictates what your presence becomes? Because sometimes you can just read someone's body language and tell that they feel defeated. Yeah, yeah. And you can see somebody walk into the room and they light up the entire room. You know, that's all in how much they believe about themselves. Mm. The one thing that I find interesting in trying to use art to combat is external self-esteem. Because kids are so concerned about what they have on. You know, do they have the latest shoes? Do they have the up-to-date jacket or whatever? And, And that's just a mask. They're just trying to camouflage Things that internally they might be hurting or not, you know, openly honest about or willing to deal with and camouflaging it by their material dress. Well, well, oftentimes what I have noticed, and I think uh, Umar Johnson said this too as well. I was watching a video where he was talking about this and, and it made a lot of sense where he's talking about that, you know, we buy all this stuff to add worth because we don't feel worthy. You know, and so we buy this stuff to 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 boost our worth in, you know, to ourselves to say, hey, I, I, I am somebody because I have these shoes. I am somebody because I got this new hat. I am somebody because I can afford these things. And if you can't afford those things, which, you know, growing up, I did not. You know, I had I had the pro wings, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 or as call it in the hood, the roach wings. Yeah. So um, I had pro wings at one point, too. So. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're not alone, so, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, where you feel like, oh, my God, do you have somebody down there that got the new Jordans? And it's like, oh, man, he must be somebody because he's it's the same thing with the cars. Right. You got these people. 
people that and and I think that's what plague us as as a people as well is that we 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 have this external self worth thing where you have to we kind of putting value into the wrong things. Yeah, well, yeah. we. It boasted, we, we think those things add value to us, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and yeah. we surround ourselves with those things where, um, where you don't look into the mirror and without anything on and say, hey, I am somebody already. I don't need anything else to add to this. Well, the you one know, thing, I'm actually putting, this is, everything else is icing on the cake. You know? Well, yeah, and, and if you look at young people, because my, my whole thing is this, if, and, you know, and, and I'm just going to keep it 100. If you, if you work 60 hours a week mm. and you want an expensive car and you can afford it, treat yourself. Yeah. But I don't know too many fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth graders that work 40 hours a week. Yeah. yeah. Which means somebody is providing this for them. Yeah. And, w- and when yeah. I see children come to school and they are adorned mm-hmm. with $350 outfits, yeah. but they are struggling at grade level. Mm-hmm. Well, th- those are things. That's a serious that, issue. Yeah. And, and, and well, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like the, the outside it's, it's thing. It's being passed down to the children. That's exactly what's. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a plague. And, 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 and you know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to be, you know, so dramatic to say that it's, you know, a social disease, but it is external self-esteem. And you hit it on the head. And, and several scholars, Dr. Umar Johnson, several other scholars, mm-hmm. Dr. Cornell West, Michael Eric Dyson, they have, they have discussed this issue openly about that. But here's the one thing, and, and, and I'm a more practical, hands-on person when mm-hmm. I look at these issues, because I'm trying to engage these young people and just to get them to see something that's very simple. Are you excited about learning? Mm-hmm. And what excites you about learning? Well, that's the other thing, too. I mean, and that's very that's that's indicative of the whole situation. Right. You had the whole push to 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 save money and they pushed art out of the out of the curriculum. Right. Exactly. And and by doing that, it is proven it's scientifically proven that if you have art in your curriculum, that it helps every other subject that that kid is in. So it it, it quadruples everything else is it's understanding is empathy. All that stuff is played into it because art is a form of empathy. Like you said, how do you see yourself from the outside? In, and then not only that, but but also know what you're feeling. It's a whole host of things. I mean, poetry, everything, visual art is it all helps with the development of the eternal, internal. And and by them doing that, by them taking it out, it has it has harmed us in a way, you know. And I, I really think that um, that's why we have to and you know push get it put back in if we can or I'm so I'm so grateful that you are working with kids in in such a, a powerful way not where, a, not a lot yeah. of them are, are that lucky Milton you know that <laughs> <laughs> and that's true but let me make one point and you bring up a very interesting point and I just want to hammer it home look at music now I'm not a musician but I played an instrument you know in school from the fourth grade through the ninth and a half grade <laughs> I played instruments um but I wasn't a musician Today, I would never consider myself a musician, but music is an integral part of my fine art. I do a lot of paintings that deal with music as a subject matter. One of the things that we struggle with, especially here in California and California public schools, is English as a second language. And it puzzles me that we don't increase the amount of music teachers in public schools. And there's an argument and people say, well, you know, we don't have the resources for this, but we have children that are struggling to learn the English language. But here's the thing. Every study, like Lawrence has just said, if you have music at a school, you are going to increase the literacy rates and the reading Reading at a school for two reasons. Mm -hmm. Language is communication. Music is 
is communication. Yeah. Music is a language. It is a language. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at it's sheet a written music, language, yeah. if you look at sheet music and you don't know those characters, right. you don't know no, the language. You don't know the language. So there is a teacher it. in class teaching you, whether you're treble clef or bass clef, on how to read a piece of sheet music and not only read the music, now you have to pick up this three-dimensional object and instrument. And then translate. And then notate it. <laughs> right, right. And notate the sound correctly. But not only that, but you have to put filling into it. So now what is the difference <laughs> can't be between like, dur, 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 dur. that and picking up an English book? And speaking it. And speaking it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or picking up a Spanish book. Or a math book. And learning it. Yeah. Or, or picking or, up a French book yeah. and learning it. It's all language. You you listen to some of these hip-hop artists, okay? You you know, some freestyle, they can flow it right off the head, but then a lot of them... Yeah, I don't know how they do that, man. That's hard work. It is. (laughs) But if you can do them both, and a lot of them can do it both ways, you know, because, I mean, it's writing. It's incredible what comes off their brains onto a piece of paper. They are geniuses. Through music, you know, and... And to do it in a rhematic pattern. But not only that, but you're coming off the head... And I mean, you, you're just doing it from from you know wherever you're getting that from. And then I have I have set set in on some of these ciphers. They call them ciphers, right? Mm-hmm. Where they they get around in a circle and then they have these battles, right? Yes. And yeah. they just do these things, and it's like it's amazing. It's almost like watching a drug dealer count money, right? <laughs> it's like when you watch a drug dealer count money, you're like. God damn it, you you a genius. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Like, Rudgell is a businessman, you know. You know what right? Not like, in the right business, like, but he's a businessman. I know man. it's like, man, you doing mathematical equations. Yes, you yeah. know, you're like, where my money? Well, you know, I you know. But <laughs> you, <laughs> you owe me two hundred fifty dollars. I know, three weeks I know. Ago. You like, you, you know, know they, they got all that in the head. He's like, nah. If you had all this dope, you should have been able to give me back all this. <laughs> but but you know, them doing that, it, it's, it's amazing. And then you rhyming it. Then having to rhyme it, and then all that didn't have makes sense. A heck of a talent. Then it makes yeah. sense where you be like, you have right. little punch jokes. People laughing and stuff. You be saying some crazy stuff. I'm like, oh my god! All through music. Yeah. It's, um, you know, I'm still trying. You know, when I listen to some of these rappers today, I think they need that bouncy ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> some of them you can't even. That's that trap music. That's that trap music. Admit it. That he be stretching some of those. That's that trap music. That's that trap music. You be like, what the hell? You brought up an interesting point when you say watching a drug dealer count money. For anybody has ever watched the the HBO series The Wire. They're, they're, it's like season three when they're talking to the young guys in the wire. There's this one episode where one of the young guys is talking about he. His name is Wallace. Um, he actually is the, the gentleman who ended up playing Apollo's son in Creed. Creed. Yeah. Um, Michael, he was at yeah. Michael B. Williams. Yeah, he was on. He was on the wire. Um, so in one episode, he's trying to tutor the young little yeah. boys that he's looking mm-hmm. for, and he's the little guy is asking him for help with his homework, and Wallace is like, you know. Uh, Telling him, you know, the word problem and the little boy can't get it. So then he tells him, "Okay, if I give you so many vials and somebody hands you a certain amount of money, the boy knew the answer right off the top. top And he said, now, how can you keep the count right? (laughs) But you can't do your school math. And the little boy looks Wallace dead in his face and he says. Because if I mess up the count, you, it's you're going to get, get, get beat down. down. Right. You're going to get beat <laughs> down. So the, 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 the repercussion right. of something happening is when violence. you don't get that study right, <laughs> right, right was his motivation to learn it. Well, that's so, that's, that's okay. So go we, ahead. We, we look at the one thing and say children today, they don't think that there's any repercussion if they go to school and don't achieve. Yeah, but but not only that, it's not, yeah. it don't even speak to their life, to what they're living. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 that's that's the problems with a lot of the SATs and stuff in nature where yeah. it don't really 
you know, they ask them these questions, and it's not—it's not really about their life. They don't know what a what a vestibule is. You know, what the hell is a vestibule? You know, what I'm saying, <laughs> you know, they don't know what you know. Culture here, okay, man. you're like, what the hell is that? So, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't, you know, it's like breakfast nook. What's that? What's a breakfast nook? But um, <laughs> yep. so they so don't. it's it's a it's a very it's a very interesting uh, um, um, problem. So what we're gonna do right now? We're gonna have you sit in on our Observer News. Well, 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 we have another. He has another event. Oh, he, you have another right. one. Other than uh, selfies? Yeah. yeah. Other other than the two events we have with our youth, we have an art talk that is actually coming up here at Underground Books okay. with uh, Dr. Monica Crooks and Anna Marie. Okay. Their work is currently on display here at Underground Books. And Very the, nice work. The too, art talk well. is yes. going to take place mm-hmm. the last Saturday of the month, okay. April 30th, okay. and it's going to be titled Two Points of View. And it's going to be an intimate conversation that I will moderate with both artists. Um, And the work is phenomenal. I mean, if you haven't come to the bookstore, come in, check it out. Dr. Monica Crooks is a a licensed dentist, but she does paintings um, in her spare time. And they are wonderful works of art. And Anna Marie is a celebrated author. She's a published author. She's a poet, um, spoken word performer. <laughs> okay, but once again, here. if you want to see these ladies work, it is on uh, walls here at Underground Books. Uh, yeah, Anna Marie and Dr. Great Cooks. Work. I really like that one. That was, I like that. Really beautiful. No, it would it be because it's very diverse anyway. stuff here. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost Come on down, ab- check it out. It's almost aboriginal. <laughs> you know, it's almost aboriginal when you look at it. Yeah. 